The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord. After John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee preaching the gospel of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. And passing along by the sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon, casting a net in the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me and I will make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on a little farther, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were in their boat mending their nets. And immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired servants and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. So today we celebrate the Sunday of the Word of God, and this was a recently instituted feast in the church, uh, and so we, in the beginning of, uh, well, at least very early on in ordinary time, uh, we turn our minds and our hearts to the power of God's Word. And so what we have in the readings uh, are many dis different aspects of the Word of God. We have uh, what is essential to its content, what the, the information that it gives us, but then also what we see is the necessity of our response to that word, the actual hearing of it and the believing in it, and what does it mean to believe in the word of God. And so the first reading comes from the prophet Jonah, and what we see is the, uh, the content of the word is first and foremost, it requires a twofold response from our part. One is of conversion from sin, and that is an ongoing daily thing as we fall back sometimes into our sins and we are called again out of them uh, daily by the Word of God. So repentance from our sin and then a turning towards the gospel that we might not only avoid sin but also might implement uh, the virtuous power of God into our life as well. So also conform our life to His Word according to our movements towards perfection. And so the example that we have in the first reading is the prophet Jonah who reluctantly goes to bring the Word of God to the Ninevites. And eventually he does uh, go, and this is the point where he goes to the Ninevites. And then the Ninevites become uh, an, an example for everyone else after them, an example for quick response to the Word of God. Jonah hasn't even moved the entirety of the city, and they have already moved themselves into repentance, into fasting, into sackcloth, and into ashes. They respond to the Word of God as it comes to them with correction immediately and promptly, and they implement it in their life, and they repent of their sins, and they turn their hearts to God. They become an example for um, all of us, for all generations, for all places, all of us who are sinners, that at the Word of God we turn our hearts in repentance. Then what we see is that uh, in the reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians, what he speaks about here is the passing nature of everything else, everything that is created, that everything that is created passes away. But we know also from Scripture there is one thing that does not pass away, it is the Word of God. And so the Word of God endures forever. And so in the midst of all of these passing things in which we live, 
we have our firm foundation on that which never passes away, which is the Word of God. God speaking to us through the prophets, God speaking to us through the scriptures, God ultimately then speaking to us through His Son and through His church. And so in the midst of all passing things, we have this this firm foundation, which is the Word of God. Then what we see in the gospel today, which is that this essential content of the Word of God, which is that call to repentance, but also a deep call not only to turn from sin, but also to turn towards holiness, to enter into the will of God, is then continued by St. John the Baptist. He becomes, as we know, the fulfillment, or he is not the fulfillment, but he becomes the greatest of all the prophets, basically containing within himself the message of the prophets as he then proclaims it and then points out the fulfillment, which is Jesus Christ himself. And what we can see that in Christ, which is very interesting at the beginning of the gospel, he continues initially with the preaching of St. John the Baptist. And he shows that he is not the one taught by John the Baptist. He is the one who taught John the Baptist. He is the one who spoke through all of his prophets. And now the one who has spoken through all of his prophets now speaks himself through his human nature, through the mouth that he has received in his human nature, he now preaches to his people. And so he takes what John the Baptist had preached, but he also includes an addition now, which is the fulfillment. So he doesn't just say the kingdom of God is at hand, repent. He also says, and believe in the gospel, believe in the good news, the evangelion, that which is now coming to us through Christ himself. And so it is to believe in him. And so you have a fulfillment now in Christ And he now, in turn, is going to preach. The Word himself will preach the Word, and he will preach it in the world, and he is that fulfillment. And then what we see, which is quite interesting, he passes along by the Sea of Galilee, and he saw Simon and Andrew, the brother of Simon. Then we see he goes on a little further. He sees uh, James and John, and he calls them to himself so that they might become fishers of men. Now, this is very interesting because in the prophet Jeremiah, in chapter 16, if you go to chapter 16, you can read it later. Uh, I think it's around verse 16. The Lord speaks about specifically calling his people back to himself, especially those who have gone up into the northern regions. And so we know from the history of God's people that there was a division within God's people where you had 10 tribes went north and the remaining two tribes stayed in Jerusalem. And so the prophet Jeremiah speaks about God who will now bring his people back, those who have moved into the north. We know that after those tribes moved into the north, they were also scattered even further under the Assyrians and under the Babylonians. And so you have this exile of God's people where now the Lord promises that he will bring them back. And the way in which the Lord says in Jeremiah how he will bring his people back, he says, I will send for fishers and they will catch you. I will send for hunters and they will go hunting for you. And so what you see here now is a fulfillment of what was spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. Jesus now comes into the northern region, which is Galilee, which all the tribes have been scattered to, where his people have been scattered, where they have been mixed in amongst all of the other cultures and religions, and now he's going to call them back. And so he sends for fishers of men. And that's what happens. He now sees Peter and Andrew. He sees James and John, and he sends for them. And sending for them is he says, come to me come to me, follow me. And in that way, what he does is he calls them to himself and he makes them these fishers of his people, those who will go out and catch his people who have been caught up in their sin. And so what the prophet Jeremiah says is that even in the clefts, even in the clefts of the rock, 
God will find you. Meaning even in all of the places where you've tried to hide yourself sometimes in your shame and your sin, God will find you. And he will find you through these fissures of men that he forms in his presence, that he forms by means of his word, and that he forms in discipleship. And that is what we are all invited into. We have all been, in a very real sense, caught up by the fishes of men, which is the work that is continued through the church of God. And under that work, we have all been caught up by his word. His word becomes this mighty net which comes out to catch us. And we are caught up from our sin, but taken up to God in his mercy. And so his word becomes this mighty net to catch us, to draw us to himself, so that we also might become disciples, and in becoming disciples, we commit ourselves to his word to learn from it, that we also might then be formed as fishers of men, that we also might be formed as those mighty kind of hunters of God who go out hunting for those in a very real sense who have been caught up in their sin and who are looking for the Savior. And so we bring to the world that which we have received, which is the word himself, as he has spoken to us through the prophets and the scriptures, and then as he remains with us in the Blessed Sacrament. And so we give thanks today for the Word of God, Him Himself, but also the Scriptures and where He speaks to us daily. And we must allow the Scriptures to break into our life daily as it broke into the lives of Simon and Andrew, of James and John, and changed their whole life. So also we have that opportunity open to us every day, so long as we actually open the covers of that book that sits in our house and we actually read the Word and allow the Word to impact us and to catch us as it should. Amen. Amen.